You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Welcome, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing... The first episode of 2013. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I am your host, Phil Svitek. Join alongside, you know them, but go ahead. I'm Anna Koppel. Hi, I'm Catherine Tulich. Hi. Hello, and uh, Gabby will not be joining us tonight, but she will be back in the future episodes. Uh, This episode called Power. Now, before we fully get into it, let's recap. Not our holiday break. Oh, really? No, not our holiday. I had had really good stories. I know you guys did. (laughs) Um, So just to catch everyone up to speed, you know, so we can kind of easily talk about this. um, And a lot of the stuff, Daniel's now the CEO. Uh, Aiden is off, you know, because that was the whole thing. He was going to be part of the board. Um, My favorite, we thought, (laughs) who wants to say it? Ashley is a... She's a whore. Yes. Yeah, we We're both home. wanted to say it. We're home. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about that more because she's apparently back in the next episode, although missed in tonight's episode. Sadly missed. <laughs> but yes, she is a once a whore, always a whore. That's right. Um, Hookers get paid just to distinguish. Three thousand dollars. That was her. That was her payment. And if you really think about it, that was in two thousand two ish. So that was pretty good. Or two thousand six. I'm sorry. No, so with inflation. But this last time, she was just so that she so that Victoria wouldn't tattle on her. Yeah, she didn't get paid anything. She was just a hoe. Well, mm. she she could have been a billionaire if she played her cards right, but she didn't. She didn't. Um, <laughs> Nolan is in. He is. He is. Uh, well, he's not in. He's he, not in Noel Corp, but he is in Grayson Global. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm looking snappy as ever. <laughs> but uh, obviously, we'll we'll talk about how that helps him out. But While did, hurting him. But, yeah, but before we broke for winter hiatus, uh, he signed over 51% of Nolcorp to to Grayson Global, but agreed to stay on as CEO of Nolcorp. He so. was basically blackmailed yes. into this whole deal. Um, and then our comedic duo, as we like to call them, Nate and Kenny, the <laughs> Ryans. <and> Kenny. <laughs> um, they're, they're partners in the stowaway. Um, we'll talk about that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we were hinted at the Victoria Emily Alliance, which you know this is where we kind of that was the big cliffhanger. Now we're into that, and that's the big through line for tonight's episode. Exactly. Um, I like this quote tonight. Power is uh, born out of nature, et cetera, et cetera. But it comes from with. It doesn't come from. It's never won or lost. It comes from within, and um, you know that speaks heavily to Patricia. Patricia Barnes. Yeah. Yes, that's really She found the power within tonight. Yeah, which I think a lot of women can probably relate to that power that she actually finally 
That was a good message. Yeah, that was a good message. Yeah. Um, before we get it, let's talk about our comedic duo, <laughs> Nate and Kenny. I just can't even say their names without laughing now. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I actually Kenny, I don't mind so much. It's Nate who's just the, this extreme villain. I know. This whole situation. They're just so cliche, these guys. That's what's bugging me about them. I mean, I think the other actors at least kind of give some character to, you know, even if they have lines that may be difficult to say. But these two guys just play it straight down the line. And I think they just come off really cliche and really sort of, I don't know, that's why they're bugging me. <laughs> yeah, they must know a guy. Well, it's yeah. just... It, 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 the, the scene for me that yeah. was just too comedic was, was yeah. Charlotte... Uh, you know when she's talking with him and, and that whole setup mm. i mean i think i think you could have done it in a way i think you could achieve that goal but just did it a little bit differently that didn't involve coffee beans all over the floor <laughs> and scooping them with a giant metal scoop yeah it was a little and how did he sew it up in time because that was the he didn't. thing so how did he seal it there was one coffee bean left on the floor gum how did he seal it in time <laughs> i don't know yeah. that was quite hilarious to be Honestly. honest it was silly i mean yeah. again i i you know, um, I know we're kind of ragging on a little yeah. bit, but I, the show's so good and we love all these different storylines that um, it's just unfortunate. I don't need this storyline as much. And so, therefore, in the context of this, when everything's at such high stake, it is comedic in comparison. Definitely. <laughs> I think, well, we have some news and gossip on that later, but uh, just to sort of hint at it, I think it will be sort of tied all together at some point. I mean, Revenge uh, is pretty good about that. And I have faith in them, you know, but um, it's, I do, I do. It's it's just, I don't know, I've never, to me, it's a subplot. I don't know, I'm not, I wasn't always the biggest fan of this. No, I never have been, right from the beginning, this yeah. whole and, side story, yeah, with Kenny and Nate, but it and ultimately, it's not getting any better. <laughs> ultimately, here, here's, here's, I guess, my, I mean, you know, uh, the good news is that they're doing their job right because I feel very bad for Jack. I mean, this poor guy, he mm. went from, you know, he's, he just, talk about being lied to, right? He doesn't know anything and then just ending up here. I, I will, by the way, speaking of that, lies, right? You know, um, his wife, Amanda says mm. to him, you know, uh, relationships are all built on lies, or the, the troubled families that she knew. Well, the biggest lie is that she's, she's not. She's not. A, I know. Right. So it's just, you know, I mean, is that Shakespearean in any way? Like, can you see the tragedy on the walls? And by the way, the fact she's like, well, we're a family. I'm going to stay here with these people who I know are bad, who I know killed your your father's friend, Duncan, who I know are running drugs here. But you know, I'm going to stay here with our infant son. It's just completely illogical to me that... He, here's... here. Uh, I want to debate this. Was it right to take Amanda out of there because then it's just... It's setting up for, like... You know what I mean? It's too convenient. I mean, granted, obviously, they knew that Declan had been snooping. Mm. But just in everything, like, hey, so uh, we're going to have Amanda leave... But everything's good, and then the cops. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just suspicious. I think. Is it not? I see what you're saying. That it would look suspicious to the Ryan brothers. Yes. Mm. If Amanda left. Yes. Right. Okay. So, what are you suggesting? That she's just going to hang it, in there? I should. Uh, well, I'm suggesting that you know the smarter play would have heard it stay because then it allows, you know, then it's three on two. You know, you're you're bettering your odds, and if you involve her in that, yeah, I mean, it's dangerous. But at the very least, it doesn't raise eyebrows and you can use that to your advantage 
I'm pretty sure it's the one coffee bean that raised the eyebrow, though, Phil. I understand, but (laughs) maybe she could have figured it out. I don't know. I just don't think it was a smart play on Jack. And, uh, I mean, they're clearly not calling the right shots because he ended up in jail. Right. No, that's a good point. That's a very good point. So, and clearly two Porter brothers are not smarter than two Ryan brothers. No, exactly. And they should have figured that out. I mean to sort of make that play to get the cops in. They should have known that that wasn't going to work. Yeah, and and it just sucks because now, I mean, th- my last question would be, does Emily get involved in this? That was my thought too. Obviously, when Jack's in trouble, I would think, who, who, who are you going to call? Yeah. <laughs> well, now she, <laughs> she has to get involved. Because Amanda, I would think, fake Amanda, who's she going to call to help Jack? He now, just, question... Yeah. Because because now, uh, I mean, I just thought of this. Because the whole ploy is to have Emily be in love with Daniel, would it look weird if she's going to help Jack? But and, she, if she can't afford the time. She mightn't do it, obviously. Like, it mightn't be externally obvious that she's helping Jack. But I sort of felt like that surely Amanda, she's not going to sit back with the baby and let Jack languish in jail. I mean, and who can she call on to help her but... Emily, right? Well, she's going to need Amanda out of the house if she and Aiden are going to continue their relationship because Mm. Aiden's staying there. She can't have Amanda and the baby crashing there. So she's going to, for her own life, need Jack out of jail so that Amanda can go home. Yeah. She's going to have to help. Someone's got to get rid of these Ryan boys. Who's going to do it? I mean... Someone has to intervene because obviously the Porter boys are not having any luck. No, they are not. And I was really Whether scared. Whether Nolan comes in and helps in some way behind the scenes and discovers some information that might help them, but someone's got to step in. Yeah. I mean, I was really worried because Charlotte, with her drug history, yeah. I thought they were going to pin it on her and there was it was going to be a debacle with that. But who knows? Maybe it could be. And somehow that's how the uh, the family gets involved of the Graysons. You know, like, oh, you've been selling drugs to Charlotte. That would be bad. <laughs> That'd be uh, good, because then they would get rid of the Ryan brothers. Um, yes. Well, again, I, well, ironically, we spent a lot of time talking about our least favorite <laughs> subject. Um, before we continue, though, um, you know, despite our champagne episode... Of Which was incredible, you guys. By the way, I was I was absent for that. I know you missed the champagne, I, but I listened to it and it was amazing. It so, was fun. Yeah, I, um, I enjoyed it. So the point is, we we always have fun doing this, um, and so for you guys, we appreciate your support despite. Even that episode, which I, I found fun, and, and I'm glad you guys took the spirit and you guys found it fun as well, and all these other episodes. So please continue to listen. Rate and comment if you haven't done so. And uh, if you have done, just tell a friend. Because Revenge is a cool show. We like talking about it. And uh, hopefully your friends will like listening to us talk about it. Um, All right, let's talk about Marco and Nolan and the hacking scheme. Okay, let's do it. Let's Uh, do it. so, So Daniel asked Nolan to break into Grayson Global, basically. Uh, Look for rogue files inside the computers. Well, let's back up because the initiative uh, that Patricia Crowley, right? Uh, Helen Helen Crowley. Crowley. Yeah, I I confused you. I said Patricia first. Helen Crowley. Um, She's basically clued him into saying that there's big secrets there. Right. So he's now enlisted Nolan to actually search through. Right. Right. Yeah. So he did that for yeah. his his new boss. His child new boss. boss. I like child that. Boss. His child boss. <laughs> that was a fun term. Yeah. 
he also, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Marco sees him doing this and sort of accuses him, maybe, of breaking into Grace and Global. He's actually, you know, my child boss has asked me to do this. I don't mm. care what you believe, but if you keep siding with Daniel Grayson, you're the bad guy. Yeah. It seems like Marco extended an olive branch and said, listen, we can't keep doing this to each other. Let's go for drinks. And then extended an even bigger olive branch later when he came to him with the, what was it called? Carrion. Carrion. Which I guess is just a name, right? Because carrion meat. I mean, dead meat. I well. think that was over all of our heads. We yeah. were just like, all right, it's something bad. <laughs> it was. But at least I understood R and D. R and D for those of you listening, it's research and development. Uh, right. it cyber plutonium is what Nolan called it. Which means it's a very explosive um, thought virus. Is that what we're assuming it is? Some it kind destroys of a... things. Yeah. You know, so I think the point was to destroy a lot of files on the. Um, on the Grayson accounts. Mm. But Marco said, I'm in your corner. I'm on your side. So Marco's trying to redeem himself. Yes, and we'll actually talk about that in our news and gossip about okay. Marco. And we will have Marco How exciting. next week. I won't be here. I'll be the Globes. But anyway. <laughs> the Globes are exciting. I know. <laughs> uh, but I, I like this sort of developing. With uh, We didn't see Padma. Speaking That's of people. True, but so, he, she was mentioned. Didn't he say, I'm in... Mean, I'm fallen for someone else? Correct. So She was there in spirit. She was there in spirit. So it's <laughs> that's kind of growing and developing. I'm going to be interested to see where that goes. But what, what do you think? I mean, ultimately, I, I don't, you know, I mean, whatever this carry-on is, what do we, how is this going to be used? Because cl- none of us understand what the hell it is. <laughs> so it was something that was developed earlier that they. That they scrapped. Scrapped because it was so cyber. I mean, it's it, it, it literally sounds like the Dark Knight Rises, yeah. You know where they created the bomb there, and they, right. you know uh, Bruce Wayne scrapped it anyway. <laughs> I won't get too much into that, but they might have borrowed the idea. But um, so yeah, I don't know. Obviously, it's a very dangerous thing. But I obviously, I guess I didn't. So he's that? suggesting to use it against the Graysons. Is that what Marco's suggesting? But that would what completely. Yeah, he said for your enemies, or in this case, your your boss or your parent company, something along those lines. Yeah. Well, I guess it's going to be pulled out at some point because it was brought in tonight. So right. I would assume that at some point it'll yes. be used. I Must be. So. Mm. Maybe next episode. We'll see. Um, all right, let's talk about since none of us can answer what cranium is. Crani- what carrion? Cran- no, carrion. Well, I know that you know what carrion is though. No, I don't. I don't oh, no, carry-on is, you know, like a, if a vulture, a, car- a vulture is carry-on, uh, carry-on because it actually eats, de- carry-on is dead meat. Okay. That's what carry-on is. Oh. That's actually the term of carry-on. So a vulture or any of The more those, you know. Yeah. The, the, it's meat that's already, well, a creature that's already dead, so that's carry-on. That's a, birds that are, eat that are called carry-ons, yes. Okay, so vulture, all right. So, all right, all right. That that helps explain stuff. <laughs> I don't know what, but that's, sure. the, that's what counts. Hey, it's better than what we could do. <laughs> yeah, it's um, true. All right, somewhere where we can actually have some opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emily and Victoria teaming up. Obviously, that was the big cliffhanger. Now we're back to that. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. This was, you know, if, if Nate and Ryan was the comedy of the soap opera, this was the good soap opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and I liked um, you know we I liked the dramatic irony where we were in on it the whole time and you know um, especially with the breakup that was very funny I mean poor, for me <laughs> poor Daniel, Daniel was the funniest in all of this oh he's such yeah. a sap <laughs> yes he is yeah but do you think Victoria really believes Emily is going along with her plan I mean Emily's kind of acting all this out for her benefit I mean well why don't I, I mean, I, my, my only, I mean, I think she was just slight, she put some suspicion up when she said, well, if your feelings were genuine. Yeah. What would, what would Victoria think, though, if Emily wasn't 100% genuine? Or, you know what I mean? What would, what would her notion of it be? Well, she's always suspected that Emily wasn't the real deal, don't you think, from the beginning? That her, her, she was manipulating Daniel into a relationship that wasn't really a genuine relationship. Yes. Yeah. So. So what? What? What is? Um. I guess in that case, um, Victoria has to have a failsafe. What is Victoria's failsafe? I don't know. If if that were to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Or does it? Is it not matter whether you know Emily's feelings are genuine as long as she's kind of achieving what? Victoria, I mean, at that point, I don't think it matters. Yeah, you yeah, know, as exactly. long as long as as long as Emily is doing her job. Yeah. It's obvious to Victoria that whether or not Emily's feelings are genuine, that Daniel's, Daniel's are. feelings are. That's what she's playing on, yes. So, yeah. and it's obvious, like, after, uh, after Victoria and Emily had their meeting, Emily, Emily said, well, who can say no to Victoria? Yeah. You know, after she met uh, the judge and Patricia. So, Victoria knows that... Emily knows that a good relationship with, with Victoria is better than a not so good one. Mm-hmm. So even if her her feelings for Daniel are not so genuine, it would still behoove her to team up with Victoria. Right. I and think. It, and, uh, you know, I mean, you guys bring a good point because as Emily says to Aiden, like, I don't want Victoria seeing you. Yeah. So You uh, know, and so although she, they obviously know it's a it's a fake up as <laughs> Nolan. fake up I like that well Nolan that's Nolan what Nolan said that, yeah. said that. Um, is that a term that's, I've never heard that term before but I liked it I Nolan don't know. comes up with some good ones uh, Nolan know. comes up with some great ones <laughs> uh, he does I, I like heard. the way he called uh, what was it Aiden he called him the London Fog and then he called him Remington Steel yeah that's yes. hilarious <laughs> um, but yeah I mean uh, either way you know Emily said to Aiden go out the back way so Victoria yeah. doesn't see you so now she, you know it is that you guys good that you guys bring up because she is hiding something from Victoria hmm. um, that Victoria might not suspect. So what do you think Emily's uh, point of getting back in with Daniel at this point so she can get more uh, closer to what Grayson's the, the company and what do you think her, um, she's going along with Victoria's plan obviously at this point. Yes. For control of the board though I think that that Emily and Aiden still have the same plan to have to be able to control the board. So it's it's that and I think well I don't know if that's Aiden's but um well it's obviously Aiden's but uh Daniel has access to the initiative. So right. they're trying to get closer to the initiative by getting closer to Daniel. Yes. Oh. And clearly that's what happens later when Helen and Aiden have their talk but yeah. that doesn't go so good. Doesn't go so well at all. <laughs> um what was your favorite scene of of Daniel getting duped? There's a few to pick from. Victoria at the office, um, the breakup. 
I think I like the breakup. That was a fun one. Yeah, I, I was, it was definitely. <gasps> there was also Nolan, although Nolan was in the, wasn't not in the loop. Just, right. You know, just giving you all the ones to pick mm. from. Yeah, I, I think I like the breakup. Breakup, Catherine? Yeah. Well, you mean like the best scene for him? The, the, the one where he's like, oh, poor Daniel. <laughs> What an idiot. What an idiot. Yeah. Pretty well most of the show. But anyway, the breakup was going. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you could tell he was just like so excited, like, oh, dear. Oh, they've broken what up. And then Emily just walks off with that sly smile. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It was good. It was a good moment. I mean, and let me ask, what is Victoria's plan? How, what, what are the steps that Emily needs to take to, to basically get Daniel off the board? Because that's her goal. So what are the what are and those? And why things? would he give it up? Because he's had this taste of power now. I can't see what would convince Daniel to to leave the board. Wait, Emily doesn't want him off the board. Emily does not, but that's okay. Victoria's use for Emily. Yeah, right, that's right. what I'm saying. They're at kind of cross purposes now, aren't they? But she thinks Emily is going along with her for this plan that to get to convince Daniel to go off the board. But I can't see a scenario where he would leave the board at this point, where he would leave power like he's a ceo now right yeah, i mean the only yeah. the only way to prove it right it's you know um they always talk about the investors the investors so if there's cause that something's going awry you know and and so if daniel's if being distracted they can plan something you know into the computer i don't know i mean they've been cooking the books for profit they could cook the books for loss which they've already been suffering losses so why, yeah. why not make them worse you know and then that would make daniel have to be thrown out right i mean especially in the recap they they did bring up a thing where um daniel says like hey i'll triple your our net worth in a year true so if we're given that as a timeline i mean that a year is actually you know in for in terms of a ticking time bomb yeah that's a long time but well it's not that long to triple net worth though it is not no (laughs) i mean usually i i don't know how many companies triple their worth if they're worth billions of dollars, but yeah, okay. yeah, he's an We're idiot. Just go he, with the app. Well, I, I just you know I, I think he is, as Victoria mentioned many times, he's not prepared for this. You know, Conrad said that as well. Yeah, that he just really has no idea what he's getting into, and to make promises like, "Well, I'll triple the net worth," <laughs> that he just has no idea what that even means. That. And he's not, got no idea how he's getting more involved with the initiative either. I don't think he has any idea what. Uh, right. Yeah. He yeah. He has know no what idea. The initiative is. No. He doesn't know that exists. Yeah. I mean, he was mad at them when uh, after she after Helen had called this. It was the second time. Like, hey, another great public event for the mm. Graysons. And he was like, he was mad at them because he didn't yeah. understand. Yeah. He's saying you're leading me on a wild goose chase. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the other. Thing to look at though is that Conrad does seem to be enjoying Retirement. not being in charge I of Racing Global. Those, yeah. those tartan shorts. Oh, that yeah. In. That was very cool. <laughs> yeah, his dressing does seem to be going into like instant <laughs> old man yeah. retired. I know. Because he usually he looked sharp last I episode. Know. You know, what happened? Well, no, I like his look. It's fun. <laughs> he's golfing. He's, yeah. he's having fun. Yeah. Why yeah. not? He's carefree. He's carefree. That's true. I mean, ironically, it might even be the best situation. Let the initiative handle. Like, I don't, you know, if you really think about it, just let it go, man. Just let it just go. Just let it Conrad. ride. See what happens. Um, 
All right, speaking of the initiative, you know, because this is kind of where Aiden ties in and and Marco and, and Nolan. So we figure out it was at one of the parties, right? The, it doesn't really matter. Which, and um, so the lady there, she was on the phone, and we find out that we find out the phone number and all that. This was a little strange to me. I didn't quite understand how they were, how the initiative was able to figure that out, and they that how they ended up being on the other end of the line. Well, whatever number it was that they called, you need a password to access. access it. Right. So they figured out the password with some Latin because I, 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 I didn't entry. figure it out because he could read lips, right? Because Nolan said he couldn't read lips, but he he could. He almost got it, but he didn't know Latin. I guess. Yeah. So. No, uh, Nolan knew Latin, just not how to lip read. Right. Got it. Okay. So Aiden figured out what the. But all right. So so the because the initiative asked Daniel to ask Nolan to do this, they planted this for him to find, correct? For Nolan to find to pass this, on to Aiden. For this video. Right, okay. I mean... Because th- I'm waiting to hear from Aiden, right? That was the whole idea. That was the whole... I mean, that that just goes to prove how much power this initiative has. Yeah. If they know... I mean, that's a, that's a huge stepladder. You know, mm-hmm. Daniel, Nolan, Aiden. You know, and then Aiden figure this out and call it. Like, that's... Yeah. yeah. They know their players. Exactly. Or it was lucky. They took a gamble. There might be other pieces out there that well, no, haven't been picked up. Why did Aiden call? Just to sort of, he didn't realize where it would lead? Did he realize? Well, yeah. he wants to get to the initiative. Because he's still about his sister, or that was kind of a surprise, obviously a surprise tonight that she's still alive. That was, that was a surprise. I mean, again, just goes to show how much power they, like, the, the mm. forethought of that thing, yeah. you know, like, hey, you know, that, that's really great strategy. Well, and again, I, this will be brought up in news and gossip, but the initiative seems to be kind of taking over this story yeah. too much, in my opinion, because really this show is about Emily's revenge or you know, real Amanda's revenge. And I think that the initiative is really just kind of creeping in here too I, much. Let me, let me get your, uh, for me, well, the initiative is too grand right now, right? It's this yeah. grand theory of who, you know, who it may be. Revenge, you know, um, the way we started it was against people, right? Which, and that there was a return to that tonight very yes, much. Yes, there was. Yeah, like, I mean, I like you like, noted, right? With yeah, the, the, the Red Cross. How long since we've seen the Red Cross? Right. So, uh, that's one thing I really did like about this episode. It was like back to the original revenge where she's marking off the particular people right. that, that wronged her father. Right. So I like that return to that. And that's kind of one of my favorite storylines with this revenge thing because I like that when she's kind of taken out each person. Which is really the spirit originally of, like, the Count of Monte Cristo. And that, isn't that the originally, you know, you're taking down each person, which has kind of now morphed into all these other other stories. And I thought at least tonight we got back to that, you know, we had a new character in here with the Barnes thing. We didn't know who they were. And I love the fact that we got the Red Cross again. It's been a while since yeah. that happened. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But, but that's, yeah, what we like about the show and yeah. what we gravitated towards to begin with mm. and I think that with the initiative it's just become like this big conspiracy theory and mm. that's not really what the essence of the show is about or should be about. Yeah, I think 
I think we're at our best when we kind of know the players involved and we're on Emily's side. Yeah. You know, but ultimately it's it's it may end up great for her, it doesn't. But, like, again, the initiative, we, we have no... Like, if we were to draw a diagram of the yeah. things we know about the initiative... Right. Probably, like, five things. Yeah. If that. If that. So it's it's very elusive, and I think that may be the problem. But as you said, we'll talk about news and gossip. Let's talk about Judge Barnes. Oh, since man. Since we're on the kind of subject of that. Yeah. Um, at first, this was a little bit confusing, but, but we got through it. <laughs> we got through it. <laughs> we had to talk it out. We paused a couple of times. Figure we, out the relations, yes. <laughs> so what did we conclude? Who, who wants to dissect it? Well, Judge Barnes... Let me start this off and feel free to interrupt me at any time. Sure. Judge Barnes resided over the David Clark trial. Correct. Mm-hmm. Palmer, what his first name? David. David Palmer, yeah. David Palmer. Uh, James Palmer. Oh, James. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> James, <laughs> James Palmer uh, was the court clerk yes. for Judge Barnes. There was one juror, juror number seven, who was holding out on David Clark's innocence. Yes. James Palmer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the court clerk alerted Judge Barnes to juror number seven. Judge Barnes told the Graysons about it, and then juror number seven died in a subway accident. Correct. Three days later. Three days after this note was written to... To David Clark. Saying. That it's a tainted jury. Saying, Judge Barnes failed you, I failed you. And it wasn't signed. Now, the assumption was that it was written by James Palmer. Yes. But it wasn't. I like that part of it. You know, not uh, obviously it was kind of a mystery, but, you know, the reveal of, you know, James would have signed it because he wasn't a coward. Yeah. I was a coward. Right. And then James ended up dead as well, right? Yes, he did. James also right. ended up dead. Right. So, so the I was Patricia Palmer. I'm sorry, Patricia um, Barnes, right. who was Judge Barnes' wife, and she, ironically, um, was the founder of the Liberty Project, which um, is a, it's a charity that com- that's committed to um, overturning. People who are wrongly convicted of whatever major felonies. As Conrad points out, the irony of that is hysterical. Because they needed Patricia's help, basically. The Graysons did. Well, the fact that their whole thing is to help wrongly convicted people. People. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what they. They're in the business of convicting. Wrongly, yes. People wrongly. Right. You know, and and freeing rightly convicted people. Yeah. So that's the irony. Mm. So that scene at uh, the Liberty Project's uh, charity Banquet, dinner, yeah, yeah, was pretty dramatic. I thought extremely. I mean, this is the first time, sort of publicly, David Clark's been exonerated in some ways. That it was, you know, well, that the whole process was corrupt, right? Public, you know, I mean, she basically revealed it publicly. Yeah. yeah, and then revealed all her bruises. I know. Revealed that this man who was going for the Supreme Court was that yeah. Supreme Court. Yeah, he was Just a wife. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, was abusive. Yeah, I mean, you picked up on it. Um, it took me a second viewing to pick up on the fact that he was. 
I, the dinner scene was great in, yeah. in terms of their acting because, you know, he put his hand on her arm. Yeah, and the fear in her face was, she was great, that actress, whoever it was, but she yeah. was really good. I yeah. just, I, not to throw you under yeah. the bus, Phil, but I'm totally going to. Uh, when I first said I was that's like. Abu- that's host abuse. I was, <laughs> <laughs> but I said, oh, he's totally like, he beats her. He's totally yeah. like, he beats his wife. And Phil's like, no, I don't think so. I think she's just angry and he's trying to temper ah! her. <laughs> I mean, you know, again, that's why that's why we try to watch the second time. Um, So that, but no, and and you know, Emily obviously picked that up. Mm. You know, of like that's when she started zoning in on her and you know going after. Oh, you you knew James, all in this and this, and and that's when I have a headache. Mm. Yeah. Um, So we went with her to beat her. Yeah. I mean, or to temper her anger. I mean, I guess I'll never understand spousal abuse, and that's good for me. But, like, what would that have accomplished? Like, she didn't do anything wrong. Like, she tried to be quiet. I don't know. Whatever. Well, she made the comment. First, Judge Barnes said, uh, yeah, David Clark's trial, it's not something I lose sleep over. And she made the comment, no, that's for me to do. Yes. Yeah. So that was a dig. It was a dig because she knows how corrupt that trial was. Yes. Um, but I thought, I thought uh, an amazing scene. I love how Conrad at the end of it, he gets off scot-free. <laughs> like, yeah. That was, it's very good. Right. And that, that's an important point to make actually, because the initiative gets tied back in where Helen Crowley again calls Daniel and he said, yeah, you know, actually the press might be good for my dad this time. And she brings up Nolan and says that will be a, a trail of breadcrumbs for you to follow now. Yeah. I mean, thank God Daniel has the initiative because that's his only, like, saving grace. And if you were to, like, go with anybody, go with the initiative. <laughs> Why? Why? Because at least They're, like, they ho- corrupt and... They, they are corrupt, but at least... At least... At least uh, they at least... Give him something and give him information rather yeah, than just for their own end, not for his, not for his benefit. But at least he can gain some knowledge. Right now, they're they're kind of overseeing, right? If 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 you think of this as levels, they kind of have a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. you know. So at least Daniel's able to gain a little bit of perspective on the things that are going on, rather than like stuck in the jungle and falling for Emily's raps. Right. So what do you think these breadcrumbs will lead to? What are they expect wanting Daniel to find? Uh, the thing that might be tough, I, I think... Do you think they're trying to reveal Emily's real identity? Do you think that... I don't think they know that. Or maybe... They, I don't know. Maybe they do. Well, maybe just David Clark's investment. I mean, what is their ultimate goal? We don't know. Yeah. On the five things that we don't know, put that on the board. Um, I think we can listen a lot of things we yeah. don't know. <laughs> I mean, what's good is that they, you know, a lot of questions were kind of brought up in tonight's episode, and you know, we kind of had the same issue with the first episode of season two, where everything was kind of reset and and we didn't know where it was going, so we couldn't offer no real conclusions. They're kind of resetting us with the winter premiere, as they might have called this. Mm-hmm. Want to do news? Since no, let's let's do news. Let's do news. Let's do news because they offer some concrete stuff. All right, so um, all these are spoilers, by the way. Um, Spoiler alert! That's right. Spoiler alert! The good news is um, a lot of the stuff that will be spoiled, they kind of got started in tonight's episode. Um, So um, 
Mike Kelly created the show. Um, he teases this to the fact that he wants to take the show back to where it kind of started, right? He wants to reset it um, where it's Victoria versus Emily. So and right now, they're trying to do, I think, right? That's what he yeah. said. As he explained, uh, mm-hmm. Emily and Victoria forced to work together for their own purposes, even as they are keeping secrets from one another. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything we're continually doing between the two of them is leading toward greater conflict in order to reset and refuel the series for some time to come. Um, Does he think they'll be going way too off the tangent now? So he's actually admitting that. A little bit. He yeah. said, uh, He said, um, in terms of talking about the initiative, he said the show was never meant to be about a grand conspiracy as in alias or homeland terms, it's a small story about a girl out for vengeance to get people who killed her father. What she really needs is the identities of those people, and she's going to do anything she can to get them. That's what her goal is. Um, so why are they making the initiative such well, more and more convoluted? He said, uh, make, make sure that uh, they wanted to make sure that the initiative was not nebulous, um, that we understand specifically what they're going to do unfolds. Um, he said... He said to the viewers, stay tuned because it will be resolved by the end of season two. So we have a few more episodes to get there. And I have faith we will. But again, right now it's just kind of too nebulous. But he said, hold on. Um, So our friend Marco, who's coming in next week. Marco, hey, hey. um, He said, uh, I I think fans will be in my corner. And uh, from tonight's episode, I think we kind of got a hint of that, right. you know, where... Because everyone's hated him up till now. Yeah. Yes, now the fact that, I mean, everyone loves Nolan. So if mm. you're going to be against Nolan, you're going to be hated. But yeah. now that he's sliding with Nolan, it might not be so bad. And, uh... Should I spoil a wedding? Spoil. Go spoil ahead. away. Spoiler alert! <laughs> All right. Um, well, he writes, um, when history comes to the forefront... Um, comes to the present and has to be dealt with, doesn't it? It has to be. Um, though Marco left Norcorp and Nolan's bed years earlier when Nolan refused to confide in him about what what happened to his missing money, he has returned to the Hamptons and forced himself back into entrepreneur's life through a puffed-up form of blackmail. Um, where is this? Where is this wedding? I won't spoil this. I think, I think it's different. Is it? Maybe. I won't spoil it. I'll save this for me. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you guys can you guys can guess this, right? Because tonight's uh, Jack brought out the necklace, so there will be a wedding. Wedding, okay. Yeah. So. But something happens to Amanda, right? Amanda and Jack. Uh, get rid of her. Mm. Sick of her. Well, she has to die. Yeah. But that's not going to so. happen. Um, and then Aiden and Emily will clash. Well, well that, I think that was obviously hinted very. How long tonight. will they clash? Well, I think, you know, that whole thing with Aiden meeting the initiative, I think for a start, sets up a whole storyline that he is not telling Emily about. So he has his own agenda with that and his sister. So there's a whole thing there that's already there's not on the same path there. And then, of course, now seeing the Daniel kiss at the end, which you think he'd know she was just doing, but it sounds like he's going to be jealous about their relationship, right? I feel like... That's not totally believable to his character and who he's been so far and what their relationship has been so far. They've talked about we can only really be mm. honest with each other. We know yeah. each other's histories. He called her Amanda. I don't know. To see, like, this one kiss, suddenly he's, like, this crazy insecure. Yeah, but that's what that was sort of indicating. Yeah, they? it did, but I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. 
Aiden gets emotional. And that's all the news and gossip I have, which is a lot of spoilers, which leads greatly into Martin Predictions. There we go. I wanted to have it fill <laughs> my words. Go ahead. Say, though, that this show feeds more spoiler alerts than any show I've ever encountered. Like, the, the start, the... Yeah. I, what, I, I mean, it must be their strategy to... You talk to any... I think we've spoken about this before, but you talk to people on other shows and they go, oh, no, we don't know anything. We can't say anything. But the cast or the creator here are always leaking stuff. So I think it must be... They actually want you to kind of know, don't they? I, I think so. I think... yeah. Again, um, you know, this dramatic irony, right, yeah. in storytelling. It's That's why sometimes for you fans, if, mm. if you've ever watched a movie or read a book a second time, it's sometimes more enjoyable because you know what's going to happen. Mm. And, to, you know, and to a degree, we know what's going to happen, but it makes us want to watch. It's interesting, though. But, cause but the twists and yeah. turns, we don't know. Yeah, but it's just interesting because most cast members are like, Shh can't tell you and yet they seem to always happily chat on about you know oh this is gonna happen this is gonna happen <laughs> like going okay <laughs> it gives us something to look forward so you, to you'll have plenty to talk to. i'm sure marco will tell you lots next week i'm excited to talk to marco yeah yeah i'm excited it's his real name yeah what's his real name <laughs> eb eb hold on eb Panilla. vanilla 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 b-o-n-i-l-l okay okay I'm gonna get it right by the next time. Yeah, you better. <laughs> uh, no, here's the thing. I, you know, it's 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 tough for me, even in being in the industry. I, I, you know, you get to know people by their character name, and even when you're on set, like for me, when we do movies and things like that, you know, um, I tend to forget the actor's name. I'm like, uh, you know, if I was working with Nolan, I'd be like, Nolan, come here, and you forget their right. name. Well, that's why it's easy, you know, because Emily is played by Emily, so that makes it a lot easier when they do that. Well, just for her. Charlie Sheen always Ashley's Ashley. That's fun. Yeah, that's Ashley's easy. Ashley, yeah. So, so that's, why, that's why they must do it sometimes. But, all right, predictions. What do we predict? Uh, we have, what do we have? We have the jealousy. Yes. Um, they, they said uh, we have a jealous lover, um, a dangerous scheme, a deadly something, and then Ashley. Yes, what's Ashley going to do coming back? What do, what do we think Ashley... What do you think is going to happen with the hog? <laughs> I mean, I think Ashley's going to come guns blazing for Victoria. Obviously, she was totally set up by her. Mm. She's going to see Daniel and Emily together. It's going to kill her. And then we we see Helen and Aiden working together, and they're in an elevator, and something happens. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no mention of the Jack storyline. Yeah. Maybe he'll die in there. I mean, I just want good things for Jack. I know we all do, but right. it's like, yeah, he makes bad choices. <laughs> no, no, it was me. It was totally me. Those are my drugs. Well, these Ryan brothers can't last too much longer. That's all I'm saying. Come on, let's get rid to of t- them. It has to tie back in somehow. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. gotta. It, it's time now that the, maybe they'll the, meet the, a watery the, death. The Ryan brothers. <laughs> maybe I mean our our uh, our guy Duncan is still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see if he's going to come back, you know. That could be a development. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Anything else? I don't. I don't have anything else. Well, here's the good news. Again, uh, I know we, we've been kind of weak in the conclusion department today, but I think I, we're, we're the good news is we're very excited. We like where the show is heading. Um, and I think, you know, we're in for 22 episodes total, right? So we're in for... Uh, we're here 
till May, I thought. Yeah. Well, so we 22 ep- May unless they're taking any other breaks. So 22 but, episodes hey. final, right? Yeah. So we have yeah, we we I think we have 11 more episodes. 12. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Is the booth asleep? Hello. You have That's 12 more. Me. It's on the board. It says episode No, 10. but I want to start rolling the outro. I'm running out of oh. air. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. It says it on the board. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, we will be back next week. Um, you know, to fill Catherine's seat because she'll be at the Globes. I'll be at the Globes, We'll have yes. our friend Marco. We'll talk uh, We'll talk about Nolan, among many uh, many other things. Oh, sort of we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. Will Gabby um, be here next week? Might be me and Marco. Might be you and Marco. Might be a one-on-one. Might be. I'll be here just a little bit late. (laughs) All right. We'll talk, though. We'll talk. Okay. Off air. Um, In the meantime, where can fans talk with you guys? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want all any Globe gossip, tune in. Uh, At Catherine Tulich, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, Tulich, (laughs) T-U-L-I-C-H. And I'm Anna Koppel. You can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And you can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. And uh, we'll see you next week. And again, tell a friend, write and comment, and uh, send us questions for Marco that you would you would like. I'll ask if they're good. If they're good. <laughs> Until next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 